We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's talk to our, <laughs> our next guest. Uh, Dick Vermeil has been a spectacular guest all throughout the year on our program. We tell you every single week to make sure you get yourself some delicious Vermeil wines. Uh, I have drank them. They are phenomenal. Uh, legendary coach of the Philadelphia Eagles and one of our all-time favorites in the history of Philadelphia sports. To put a bow on this Eagles season, the great coach, Dick Vermeil. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. So, Dick, there's an awful lot of directions here to go with. Um, but let's start with this. Before we even get into the nitty-gritty of the team, what they did and, and where they could go from here, I'm curious from your standpoint, you know, we saw the press conference of, of Howie and Nick the other day, and they looked beaten down. And I'm curious from your standpoint, the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual toll that a season can take on you and one where in the end it's a tremendous disappointment. What did you make of the visual of seeing Howie and Nick and just how, you know, I used the phrase yesterday, they look like two sad sacks of potatoes. And I don't say that disrespectfully. They just did. What did you make of the visual of seeing how beaten down they were? I think it demonstrates how much they care about what they do for a living and the product they put on the field. You know, disappointment doesn't create big smiles on your face. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I've been done it many times. Dick, Coach, yeah, go ahead, I've, I've worried that Eagles players like Nick because he's easy in part. You know, there's a major difference between liking a coach and respecting a coach. How did you toe that line? How do, how do you stay respected by a locker room, and how difficult is that to maintain? Well, you know, everyone has a different philosophy. You know, and my philosophy was if you want to make them happy, buy them a beer. But if you want to make them better, make them work. You wow. know, and I by making them work, and you know this from your pro football experience. Yeah. You work, the better you get. <laughs> and For sure. I and, you know, just like Detroit Lions this year, I have two coaches that were working there that worked for me, so I know them. And uh, they work like hell, and they all bitched and moaned and groaned and wanted to be traded, all this kind of stuff, and he held his ground. Now they're playing in an NFC championship game for the first time in 31 years. It works. It still works, no matter how old-fashioned it is. So you like the job Dan Campbell's doing, Coach? Oh, no question. I, you know, I like the job Nick did last year, too. You know, end results, hey, but we're talking about a philosophy and an approach to get to the NFC Championship game, you know. And, you know, I, just, I believe in that hard work ethic. You know, hard work's not a form of punishment, guys. You know that. Right. What, what does it mean that it looks like Bill Belichick's not going to be an NFL head coach in 2024? To me, it means there aren't many geniuses owning football teams. Okay? <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> you talk about uh, complicating winning. My God. Yeah. Okay. I let, let me ask you this, guys. If you're going in and have brain surgery, would you want a guy that's done it for five years or 25 years? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, Dick, do you think there is a perception that players – 
don't relate to him anymore, or put another way, he doesn't relate to them, and that has changed his effectiveness? I don't believe that at all. I really don't. Wherever he went, in a matter of time, he would have total respect and command of his football team and coaching staff. He's a leader. Yeah. He lose your ability to do that because the kids are working uh, different or raised differently and all that. You convert them to be your style. And, and, and there isn't any question in my mind that he would do that again. Dick Vermeil with us here on WIP. Dick, let, let's get back to the Eagles and, 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 and let's get to their offense. So they're obviously going to have a new coordinator. Looks like it's going to be the offensive coordinator's vision of how they play. Do you? I don't want to say it's as simple as this, but do you believe a huge chunk of getting the Eagles back on track is just changing the scheme, reinventing it, getting out of what they even refer to as stale at the end of the year? Or do you think their problems on offense are more systemic that might relate to Jalen Hurts or, or, or anything else? I think problems in coaching, regardless of what season it is, as you start evaluating your process, is your process as a head coach in uh, organizing and leading the type of practices and, and uh, the OTAs and many camps and all that, is that process conducive to helping your assistant coaches that you've hired to coach to really get to coach? You know, and sometimes assistant coaches become victims of the head coach's process. Dan, you know that because you you know, John, you, you played in the league and you played for different coaches. They're all a little bit different. But I, I, I think uh, the offensive process, you know, it was great last year. I think people do catch up with it. And I think in the overall shotgun and all that approach that they use, which is really sound, it proved that last year, is the quarterback's got to be a lot more active in the running game with it to really make it be consistent year in and year out. Just like look at the Ravens right now. You think they'd be that good? If he wasn't running the ball as much as he's running the ball no right question. now. Nope. Yep, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. But when you only have, you know, you're in that shotgun that much, versus a deterrence to the running game of a great tailback. You know, great tail. All the great records in the NFL are, are held by guys that ran out of a D5 formation, you know. And like, like uh, who was it last week? Troy Aikman said, you know, yeah, Emma Smith never worried about how many guys were in the box. Okay, mm-hmm. and they just ran the football, and uh, I, I think sometimes you can get too overwhelmed by other things and, and forget about the real fundamental approach of what it takes to run the ball and build an offense. And I, I think they'll do a good job of evaluating their overall process. Yes, they'll bring in a new offensive coordinator, but the process has to be conducive to winning. Uh, how, within, how, sorry, but, how important is it that Jalen likes? the offensive coordinator hire and, and, and how dangerous is it to consult with Jalen? Does Jalen get consulted on the hire? Is that a, a, a quarterback's place yeah. in today's NFL? Well, you know, I think Jalen, only thing he needs to do is respect and have confidence in the scheme they're running. That mean, mm-hmm. doesn't mean he didn't have this year. He did last year, but uh, I think it's, uh, a lack of confidence in the organization of the scheme hurts the quarterback more than anybody on the field. And it's hard for him to believe deeply in the scheme if he doesn't believe deeply in the coach. You know, So if there's a combination you put together. Whether he likes him or not, I don't think that matters. I think whether he feels the guy's a great football coach and giving him the opportunity to excel is what's really important. 
So is this the kind of thing where you consult your quarterback while hiring an offensive coordinator? I don't think so. I mean, you might include him mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But, you know, he's, he is paid to play, okay? Coaches are paid to coach. And I, I think you've, uh, you've got, yeah, got to keep a division there with respect for each side. Dick, do you worry on the defensive side of the ball that the challenge to have better personnel in here may be so great, given how bad they were at the end, that it might require two off-seasons to properly improve the Eagles' defense and make them a true elite contender again? You know, I have such confidence in how I, I don't think so. You know, he has made many bad moves. And, he I mean, like I said a year ago, I've never seen a team with so much talent on the field. And they should have won the Super Bowl. You know that, and I know that. Yeah, that's right. And they didn't, and that's just why they only play it one time. You know, if it was a series of three to one, they'd probably be world champions. Okay, but it wasn't, and so I, I think uh, the gaps will be filled, and uh, a coaching change may very well make a great contribution. They're doing that to help coaches do a better job by bringing in somebody new to run the defense. But it's got to it's got to be aided by the the process the head coach gives them. The coach here. Dick, I'm curious, you know, you, you coach so many great players and, and lesser players in your years, so many different types of personalities, and I'm wondering, how would you handle the A.J. Brown situation this offseason? I mean, on one hand, he's probably the best player on the team. It did not seem like he dealt well with adversity, which is good in one sense, and he wants to win, but it just it got weird. We don't know if he's more upset with Jalen Hurts, more upset with Nick Sirianni, we still don't really know what's bothering him so much. What would you do, you know, when you have the chance with A.J. Brown this offseason to try to get him aligned for a great future with the Eagles? I'd spend some time outside the building over Colbert, uh, visiting, talking, really finding out what's really on his mind. Uh, sometimes we, I was in it in the media for 14 years, so I understand it. Sometimes we create issues that really don't exist or is not as strong as they appear to be, you know, and uh, everything I read about him is the players in the locker room liked him and respected him. And so I give him the credit for being upset because the team wasn't doing as well that he felt like he could make a bigger contribution and better utilized. But I, I think, I, I don't think it's a major problem. I don't know. I'm not there, but I don't, I think Nick has the communication skills and, and the offensive coordinator and wide receiver coach and all that. I know this. If I gave him to Al Saunders, my offensive wide receiver coach at the Rams and then coordinator at Kansas City, he would solve the issue himself. He may not even bring him to me, okay? Uh, and it takes powerful leadership in each position. Dick, final thing here. We've got, you know, two interesting games this weekend and then one more two weeks after that. Curious from your standpoint, four teams left. Who do you think wins it all? Baltimore, Kansas City, Detroit, San Francisco. Who's going to be crowned the champ in uh, a little over two weeks? Right now, because of all the teams I've watched play and studied, I'd say the Ravens. Uh, they were twice I saw them play when I well, finished the game. I said, "That's the best team in football." What do they not have? What can they not do? <laughs> they are, you know. But you know, it's still played by humans. That's right. Mm-hmm. Turn the ball over twice in a ball game, or fumble. You know, they are throwing interception or get a penalty against you that or for you that it, that gets you beat, you know. Yeah. 
pass interference penalty on the one yard line on a 50 yard pass. It's a 50 yard play and you lose the game. Right. You know? So, but I think overall, yeah. And in fact, I just texted Andy and wished him luck and curious about how practice was going. Uh, but if anyone can beat him, it'll be Andy and his Dick, team and yep. his coaches. Yeah. Dick, one final thing here. Because uh, I agree with you on that entirely. I, I actually think KC will win. I'm, I'm curious. You've seen just about everything in pro football in the last 60 years or so. Uh, Montana and Brady generally considered the two best since Unitas. Do you believe that Mahomes, while he doesn't have the depth of work because he hasn't played as long, do you believe that he is getting close to Brady and Montana level of play? Or, or has he equaled them? Has he passed them? Not in Super Bowls because he can't yet, but... I mean, six years in a row, six AFC championship games. Is he playing at a level that's on par or better than those guys? I think it's more than on par. Uh, he has a dimension in his game that Joe didn't have or Brady didn't have. The mo- mobility and the ability to throw the ball accurately in any body position, any foot position, <laughs> and j- just make it play, you know. And every once in a while, backfires on him. But uh, – I think he's destined to go uh, above them in overall uh, career uh, success. It is incredible that he has an actual chance oh, to, to oh, beat oh, Brady's. You know, he does total number, no, very which legit. I thought was like impossible. I agree. Patrick Mahomes is probably going to do it, <laughs> and and it's probably because Andy Reid is there with him. That's amazing. Oh, hey, coach, you know, the depth, go ahead. I'm sorry. The depth of philosophy and experience within Andy's offense, oh. the of the scheme on all those years, you yep. know, and it's just, uh, it's, it's an amazing scheme because it's been improved over so many years, you know, and, yeah. and, and Andy has such poise, such poise, uh, game day and directing it and, and organizing and game planning it, to, you know, the quarterbacks at the right place to be the best ever. Yeah, right. As you watch, after everyone listening, as you watch these games this weekend or uh, in the coming weeks and months to come, we strongly encourage you to get yourself some Vermeil wines all throughout the area. Of course, you can order them. You can order them online, vermeilwines.com. They'll be shipped to your home in a matter of days. Vermeilwines.com. Coach, you just used the word depth. Uh, let me say from the depths of the bottom of my heart, and I know – this would be echoed by everyone here. We thank you so much for a spectacular season of coverage on the Eagles with us. It obviously ended earlier than we wanted it to, but um, my gosh, your expertise, your wisdom, and just who you are, we so thank you for your contributions to the show this year. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate having to think football. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Coach. Stay well. All right, there he is, the great Dick Vermeil. All right, up ahead, an awful lot, uh, including a lot of calls. We're going to get a lot of calls going here the rest of the hour. 215-592-9494. Plus, I'll give you a fact or an opinion related to all four Philadelphia sports teams we've got to get to up ahead. That and more from Borgata today on 94. By the way, you can also congratulate the Hammer because, oh, ah, yeah, I mean, I deserve the ring to be kissed. So feel free to, no! Smooch Please the ring. never make that sound Smooch again. the ring. You're gross. Joe, smooch don't the, say that. You're I'm an right idiot. Here. Hey, listen, drive to Borgata and smooch the ring on 94 WIP. Is 2024 your year to establish fitness and wellness goals, or maybe you just want to create healthier habits? No matter your motivation, NovaCare Rehabilitation's physical therapists are your trusted partner. For more than 30 years, 
NovaCare has been the Delaware Valley's hometown leader in physical therapy, hand therapy, and sports medicine. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients from healing's aches and pains to... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gaining strength and flexibility and preventing injury. Their clinical experts will give your body the tune-up it needs and it deserves. With more than 150 convenient locations in greater Philadelphia and South Jersey, there is no better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. They'll get you back to work, sports, and life and help you stay healthy all year long. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and stay on track of your healthy habits and wellness, schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. The Philadelphia Phillies trust NovaCare, so can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. To play 94 WIP. An awful lot going on here as we broadcast from Borgata on this Friday morning. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, it's 94 WIP. Sixers and Flyers both with an L last night. San Francisco could get to the Super Bowl this weekend. That's highly irritating. Eagles not in it. We'll get more to those games up ahead, including our picks in the 9 o'clock hour and more. Let's get a lot of calls this segment um, in particular. Also, I've got four things to say about the, uh, the area teams, one for each team. That's either an opinion or a fact. We'll get to that shortly. Um, let's talk to our guy, Ken, in Cinnamonson. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. Uh, I went to a Flyers game the other night with uh, some people who have never been to a hockey game before because they're not from this country. And they were surprised at how cold it was in the building. Oh, it is. There's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I told them to stand in front of their freezer and watch a soccer game for three hours <laughs> and let me know how they feel. That's so. true, man. I, I feel pretty good about where the Eagles are for, for a few reasons. First of all, I obviously feel like they did the right thing by retaining the head coach. I feel like uh, any offensive coordinator, any coordinator period who is looking to uh, continue a career trajectory that, that leads to a, a head coaching stint, um, Philadelphia is a pretty good place to come. And it has been not just under Nick Sirianni, it has been for a long time. So, uh, I do not want the organization to change the organizational philosophy on drafting and, and structuring a football team. Uh, frankly, it's the reason the, the Eagles are relevant virtually every year and the four 11-1 years are outliers for this organization is because of, of the philosophy of, of building from the lines of scrimmage out. So, you know, there's a reason. They need to get better at some things, no question about it. Every team does. Uh, but... You know, there's still a lot of good players on this team. And, and I don't know about – so, Ken, I'm with you on, on most of what you said until the last sentence. I mean, there's, there are on defense oh, – excuse me, on offense. But, man, there's, there's not much on defense. 
Well, you yeah, agree I, with I, the they, philosophical, uh, like the the concepts that the organization has used for like the last twenty five years, but I think those are changing, and I think they need to bear that in mind. We will need to focus more on the guys in the middle. You know, these linebackers and safeties matter more than what we have prioritized in the past. I'll be shocked if they change, Sean. I think they need I, to and John, consider this. I would remind you that the Eagles spent, you know, not insignificant draft capital twice in the last six years. They, they spent a third-round pick on Kobe Dean. They spent a third-round pick on Davion Taylor before that. Uh, you know, how I just he, like to get those right. You know, like, I, like the Davion right. Taylor, exactly. I wish that was a better pick. And, and Nicobe Dean, the jury's still out. I wish I saw a little more explosiveness, a little more, you know, burst, a little more oomph. Can I ask so, a question? Can, can I ask a question? Because I've long wondered this. Sure. The jury's still out. Does that mean they're out of the courtroom deliberating? Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure because yeah. it's always struck, like they're out. I just wanted to make sure. What, uh, what else? What else would it mean? I don't. I don't. I never, not out to lunch, Joe. I didn't know. <laughs> like I didn't. I didn't know what it. I, I figured that, but I'm like runaway jury. Always been a little confused on that one. But okay, all right. Runaway jury. I, I don't want them to change. I, I hope they use their first round pick next year on a tackle. If they're if they have a, a tackle with a first round grade on a, on an offensive tackle, we're mm-hmm. watching Lane Johnson get older, and we're watching Jordan Mailata get worse. Uh, and, and, you know, if you got a $255 million quarterback, it might make sense to keep them upright and, and healthy. I, I think go. offensive line makes a lot of sense. Ken, give me a great answer because there are some big ones available. The best crime movie character of all time. Well, he was an artist, and his, his medium was profanity. Mark Wahlberg as Sergeant Dignam in The Departed. That's great. You got it, man. Yeah, there's a few different characters in that that could work. Let's talk to Rashid in Westchester. Hi, Rashid. <laughs> Hey, good. Let me take you off speaker. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hey, good morning, guys. Good What's morning. What's up, Rashid? Hey, uh, John, uh, you screw up today, okay? He uh, did what? What did he do? Yeah, he uh, he messed up the time. The guy, he said, Tomlin, with time, I need a recount. I need the red flag challenge. <laughs> he did not win today. I'm telling you, Joe, you know? Oh, well, I didn't hear it. You're saying when the guy when the guy was doing. Do like, we need to do an instant replay? Regulation yeah. or overtime? Which one are you saying, Richie? No, he's saying That's it's Mike Tomlin answer. Richie said Mike time, Tomlin? and he said Mike Tomlin. Richie's saying he said time too quickly. Or Rashid is saying Richie said time too quickly. Or Rashid, are you said, saying that he said Tomlin before John said time? Yes, same time, like same time, and wow. also on the fourteen on the fifteen second, he only gave him fourteen seconds. I counted with my phone, so. I want you to lose badly, Joe. Uh, Wector, I... Wector could play the Well, that's a back. different segment. The 15 seconds is, is different than the 55. No, no. I know. He should win in the in the. He's in saying the, you only give a 14. Listen, Rasheed, we can play the audio back to, to put it out in the microscope. Please. I mean, yeah, we'll, please. We'll take that under advisement. Hmm. All right, Rasheed, do you have a crime movie character? Uh, no. Can I just say something about the Eagles quick? I don't sure. have a movie character. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the Eagles are done. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a great cut to the chase. Yeah, because because Jalen, uh, he made the coach better last year, the year before, because Jalen was running. When Jalen is not running, this team is dead. I'm telling you, he's not a pocket quarterback. And this team is going to be like five, six wins next few years. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Well, that'll okay. be tough. If they, hey, listen, Rashid, if that's the case, and good call, my man. I just I pulled the audio, by the way. Okay. Uh, okay. So, okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. We can definitely play that. Let me give you guys, it's either a statement, a fact, or even a question. I'm going to go all four teams in Philly sports, and we'll just go right on down the line. First, we'll start with the Flyers. 
are they going to miss the playoffs? They have lost four in a row. They got shut out last night. By the way, they're now only five points up on a playoff spot. So just bear in mind what looked like a solid playoff spot now in late January is looking tenuous. We'll see. We'll see where it goes, but five points up on a playoff spot. All right, let's get to the Sixers. Um, This is an opinion. They're the third best team in the East. It also is where they are in the standings. So I'll just tell you, I don't believe without a trade they're, they're going to win at all. I don't think without a trade they're going to get to the finals. I don't know that a trade is worth it. depends on who you get. So just know while a lot of people are psyched about the Sixers, and I know, you know, frustrated with last night's game. What do you mean a, tra- a trade is definitely worth it for the depends Sixers? Depends what you get. I mean, if you get Tobias Harris again, then it's not worth it. I don't think they would get Tobias Harris. Again. I, don't I don't know who they could get, but they need to bring in someone. Well, but I think it's absolutely worth it given the season Joel Embiid's having so far. I mean, that is to be considered. That's the conundrum. I mean, he 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 is look as long as he's healthy and you know mentally into it in the postseason, he is athletically ready to win a championship. Mm-hmm. So I get I get the argument, but we're man. not talking. So about that's it. why. The, the GM is going out and scouring the, the league right now, trying to find the Who's right combination. Who's he I don't get? know. I, but we have the, the capital to actually make something happen. Yeah. I know that we're not accustomed to this feeling, and so it feels it, it just feels so far out of the realm of possibility. Look, I'm interested in DeMar DeRozan there. because it's I don't real. think you have to give up as much to get him, and I think he would really help, and he could be a closer down the stretch of games. But I just, like, let me put it this way. I don't expect a player better than DeMar DeRozan. I will be surprised if they acquire a player better than DeMar DeRozan. They're not – I mean, we, we talk about the, the Bucks a lot, and that's a mess now, but, you know, go figure that the Sixers would meet up with Doc Rivers in the playoffs. I but know. the way Boston's playing, oh. I mean, they just destroyed the Heat last night. Yes. They got the best road record in the league. They're – I mean, and as long as – Porzingis. Uh, as yeah. long as he's not he really injured. Has. He's um, made a difference. Yeah, he's made and, a huge difference. And I'll give difference. you a fact on Boston as it relates to the Sixers. Halfway through the year, Boston has five more wins. Five, uh, they're five games above the Sixers. Yep. Extrapolate that over a season. That means they'd finish ten games above the Sixers. Like, that's not close. Anyway, Sixers can do it. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying I feel pretty confident halfway through they're the third-best team, which, frankly, yeah. let's be real, that's, that's what they are. pretty much what they've been the last five years. Yeah. All right, uh, Eagles, get ready for this fact. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday. We were talking about the coordinators, and I just kind of stumbled upon this fact. Maybe you've heard others say it. I hadn't heard anyone else say it. It's a rather astounding piece of information that speaks to a certain degree of dysfunction, if you ask me. Um, Not entirely dysfunction, but there's dysfunction contained in here. Ready for this fact? Once the Eagles hire the offensive coordinator, you know, Fangio on defense, Offense coordinator to be named. It'll probably happen in the next week. I feel really confident it'll happen before the Super Bowl, which will be, you know, in two weeks. The Eagles will somehow, some way, and this might be an NFL record. I don't know, but it certainly might be. The Eagles in 11 and a half months, or 12 months, depending on when they hire this guy, will have had seven either offensive or defensive coordinators in, in 12 months. Wow. And they seven. were in the Super Bowl Seven in that twelve-month period. How crazy is that? John, seven coordinators. Yeah. In twelve months, and only two of them left for jo- like for head yeah. coaching jobs. Right. I mean, so, yeah. But I mean, it's still it's yeah. it's it's <laughs> like it, it. I can't imagine in NFL history anyone's ever had eight. No, it's got to be some sort of record, man. <laughs> 
you kidding me? Wow. This Holy is smokes. Impossible. All right, that would which, be real. Which brings me to my Philly statement. And I don't think I'm uh, cracking the code of uh, what others aren't thinking. Um, I am increasingly getting excited about the Phillies. I mean, Phils, we need you. I mean, we really need you. So uh, spring training, obviously, in a couple weeks, and we'll have a lot of Phillies coverage this, this season and this year on WIP. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Drew in Westchester. Hi, Drew. Morning, folks. Hey, uh, Joe, before overtime, when you told Patrick that contestants have choked in OT before, was I in your head? Were you taking a shot at me, or did I just catch a stray there? Um, well, I, I did think of you, but you're not the only one. Dude, I've done it, Drew. It, it is very – I mean – so, obviously, this guy, I didn't hear his answers, but he obviously spit out a lot of answers. So did I. But you know what it's like. I mean, you can get in that spot where you just get thrown off, flustered, kicks in, and you can't align your brain. It has happened to me. It happened to me with the NFL draft last year. We spent three or four months talking about the draft, or at least two. And then shortly after the draft, we were in an OT. And I it had was Drew. Was, that was the one. It was you versus Drew. Yes. And you both, I you both did that. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't come up with anything more than one or two. First round picks. Yeah. I mean, it, we just talked about it for two months. Yeah. I feel like contestants are like the, like, like, like the last 10 years are like the flyers and like shootouts where it just never, it just never goes, it just never goes well. well it's very odd with the Flyers and shootouts. Yeah. Maybe not as but, odd as Roberto Baggio kicking the ball over the net in 1994 in the World Cup, but odd nonetheless because it's like, come on, guys. It's a breakaway Roberto goal. Roberto Baggio reference. You remember that, Seltzer? I sure do, buddy. It was the end of the World Cup. By the way, can I just say this about soccer? And I don't say much about oh, soccer, but let me God. say this. I, I'm a big – and, Drew, I think you're going to agree with me on this. I'm a big believer in the World Cup, especially the finals. Play until you die. Okay. I, you do not end a World Cup, which is a great tournament, by the way, on shootouts. Like, how great would it be that, if you yeah. just keep playing until someone scores a goal? I mean, it's, I mean they're going to get to it eventually. Guys are going to get tired. I think it would be fun TV to watch. A shootout. You get three, I get three. You get five, I get five. Like, don't waste my time. Did you ever play soccer? Yeah, I know left foot. <laughs> I had no How long did you play soccer? foot. I played it a pretty good amount. I was good when oh, I was coordinated and other kids amount. weren't. You remember kindergarten, first grade, second grade? You've established. Right, you've, I don't you, think you you've acknowledged soccer player. You've acknowledged I was extra Absolutely, I was an early peaker. I was an early peaker. <laughs> By seventh grade or such, it, it, people established. You were an elementary school soccer player. Well, yeah. I played at Penn Charter. I played at CHA. Uh, I played Township, and then I gave it all up after, after CHA. Just I walked away well, you from, remember, a, from guys, a future career. Way too much running for my liking. <laughs> I mean, way, way too much running for someone who just says that they should play until they die, no well, matter how right. tired they that's are. Because I sit on my rump <laughs> and I watch other people play. Now I'm 45 years old. By the way, I'm also a man. Seltzer, you know that. You know I'm a man. I'm right? a man. I'm 45. Will always love you. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a sit on the rump guy now. Yeah, that's right. All right, true. I'm sorry. What, what, what were you talking about? Uh, no, uh, all uh, all good and strong strong effort by uh, by Patrick. So with uh, so with the Eagles, uh, you know I'm happy Nick's back. I like the Fangio hire, but I also just feel kind of like confused and angry a little bit because I yeah. feel like we wasted a season. I feel like there were a lot of lessons that could have been learned from like 2017, like internal promotions, like complacency on offense are risky bringing back old players like Bradbury are risky. And I feel like we just like didn't learn them and just kind of went through the same thing now that we did 
five years ago. So I think they can get off the mat, but I'm just frustrated that in like a wide open conference that we, you know, just kind of wasted an opportunity. Yeah. I agree. Drew, give me a big time answer, a crime movie character. Who's the best ever? You got it. I'm going with Danny Ocean. And who is that? Oh, Some... what? Ocean, really? Ocean's Eleven? Ocean Eleven, okay. Yeah. Which one is he? He's George the main Bell character, George Good. Danny Ocean. Hence yeah, so Ocean's Eleven. It. You didn't see it. I loved it. it. You, I got, think, you I just got, asked who Danny... You got Garcia. You got Roberts. You got... Garcia was in the third one. Okay, well, okay. You got Roberts. By the way, no one has ever referred to Julia Roberts as Roberts before. Yeah, until you. Like, there's De Niro, there's Pacino, there ain't Roberts. You don't see my refer to women too, by their last name. That, that, that is, a is thing. true. So who would be the exception of that? A woman called by their last Jeez. name. I don't know. That's... I mean, Zsa Zsa Gabor was Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yeah. Hmm. I can't think of one. I don't know one. That's a good Tomei? question. Marissa Tomei? No, yeah. you call oh. Tomei. Marissa. Yeah, that's tough. Huh. There's got to be one, right? Benning. Zeta Jones. Catherine There's so many that are the really. first yeah. name. There's yeah. so many that are certain, like Madonna, Roseanne, like well, that's the first, first name. name yeah, very easy. Yeah, 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 but yeah. the last name for a woman, no. I don't think that's it's, fascinating. Yeah, I don't think it exists. Wow, that's amazing. If anyone knows an answer to that, either call us or hit us up on social media. Wechter and Seltzer can try to flag them. Um, has there ever been a famous woman commonly referred to by her, just her last name? Did they not? Because just like back in the day when you got married, you always changed your name. So, you, did, you know, yeah, a, I mean, lot, a lot did. I don't know. Not anymore, but, you I know. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what's also interesting, and I don't really like it, is what we're hearing about with the Dolphins players not being thrilled with, with Vic Fangio. Now, on one hand, it's, you know, it's kind of cool that the Eagles got him. I mean, he's the godfather of, like, this style of defense. On the other hand, it's notable that a couple things happened this week. The Dolphins let him out of his contract, and – there's reports of strife down there, players to Fangio, and Drew Rosenhaus even came in and, came and spoke about that. Let's listen to what Drew Rosenhaus said. Um, he said this yesterday about Fangio with the Dolphins players, and keep in mind, Drew Rosenhaus has represented, you know, represented many Dolphins players. Somewhere. Ten. He represents ten Dolphins players. Unbelievable. Listen to this. There were quite a few players on the team that didn't necessarily – get along with Fangio. And so it wasn't a great relationship with many of the players. There were some guys that loved them, but there was quite a few that didn't. It definitely wasn't a unanimous positive relationship. I'm smelling Darius Slay Vic Fangio problems. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yes. Right. Like who, whoever is universally liked, but by anyone, like anyone in a position of power, that it, it's, it's not John, always going to be perfect. But it must with have been pretty bad. They let him out of the con. Out of Look, the I think this is more or less you got a, you you've got uh, Drew Rosenhaus sort of being a pain in the butt here. I don't. Know I, about that. I don't. I. Well, maybe I'm just being defensive because he's are. ours now, yeah. and 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 I don't like negative being spewed right from the the jump. I think he's a great coach. I do think this is an ongoing question. Bill Belichick not being in coaching this year, right. how much of that is the players in today's NFL can't stomach a, a coach who's old school? You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Vic Fangio at 65 is as old school as it gets. 
That's and what the reports were. Guys he wants them to like, like watch tape and and do extra work and like really. And it's like and I want guys who want to be that way. James, so if they have a problem with Vic Fangio, it's likely that I would not want them like with their work ethic to be an eagle. Yeah, they didn't like getting quizzed about tape and stuff like that. It's like, are yeah, you kidding too me? Too bad. You got to learn, and sometimes you you, you got to be pushed. Well, I, I look, I agree with that. Let's also listen to Albert Breer from the NFL Network. Because he pretty much echoed what Rosenhaus had to say. It's notable it's coming from someone like Breer connected, obviously, in Lake Circles. Here's what he said yesterday. I think it'll be interesting to see how he meshes in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. There were problems in Miami. I mean, like, just from a collaboration standpoint, he wasn't exactly what they were looking for. A lot of the players were out on him to the point where at the end of the year, things looked funky on tape. And I I would say this, like, I think in the – in this era, the way staff set up and the way that things are delegated, Vic's not really that way. And so, like, as far like, let's just say, for example, if you're splitting up third down and you're splitting up red zone and you're saying, okay, like, we're going to have our secondary coach present on this and we're going to have our D-line pr- coach present on this. That's not the way Vic worked. Like, Vic was the only voice in that room. And that rubbed some people the wrong way in Miami. Yeah, I mean, that's Albert Pierre yesterday with Colin Cowherd. That's Look, interesting. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. He, he, by the way, he then went on to say um, he wonders how that will work here in Philly where Sirianni's thing has been so much about collaboration. So we'll Not see. Not just Sirianni. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, yeah. that has been, like, their buzzword for years, yeah. collaboration. Yeah, and connectivity and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's go to Chuck mm. in, in Cherry Hill. So just keep it in mind. We'll see where it goes. Chuck, good morning, pal. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> I have a Sorry about my voice. I have a point on Fangio that, that dovetails everything you just heard. So we, we put him under the microscope yesterday. Take out the 11 really bad teams that they played. In there, you got the Jets twice. They held the Jets to 260 yards in two games, not one. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. And they, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, here we go. The quarterback, I think, was somebody's brother. Tim Boyle was the quarterback, okay? So you have those games in there, the Pats. The Jets twice. The Giants actually, even though one of the bad teams, all right, their time of position. The Giants ran 70 plays against the Dolphins. But check this out. In the good teams, that's what you have to do. You always keep two sets of books when you coach baseball or softball. The good teams, the bad teams. And we made a different lineup in the postseason. And as it is, we have players that do better against the better teams. So here we go. Against the good teams, one and six, yielding 34 points. And I always am interested in the worst three experiences. 56 points to the Ravens, 48 points to the Bills, and, and 26, and they give up 1,400 yards the last three games of the season. They exit with 1,400 yards allowed. Wow. One and six, 34 points. Not one thing I found supports really good job defensive coordinator last year. There's not one thing that stood out other than holding the Jets the 260 yards. Well, all right, Chuck, look, you're making it. it, It's a compelling case. Time will tell. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Chuck, Seltzer tells me you don't have a a movie character. I'm sorry. How's that possible? In and out of meetings. I'm sorry. Try to. What about Darth Vader? What about Darth Vader? It's not a crime movie. It's a sci-fi space movie. Luke Skywalker is a criminal. He's a rebel. just anyone is, who does He's crime. It's not a crime movie, <laughs> All right, Chuck, I'm playing around. Star Wars, the <laughs> like, come crime on. Yes, they are rebels. <laughs> the stretch. They are rebels. The Imperial Empire is 
Yeah, but like it's a straight. Like it's, it's not, not a crime, crime movie. It's sci-fi. I'm just trying to be a little, <laughs> little nuisance here. Needle. I just, I, you just can't get it there. I, no matter how hard I try to stretch it, Star Wars can't become Chinatown. But they are. Chinatown's a great one, by the way. Yeah, but you get my point. I mean, I'm joking around. But they are, you know, they're. You, they're, could, you could make the uh, argument. I see what you're coming from. Yeah. Sort of. Um, hey, by the way, on uh, Tuesday of next week, we had referenced yesterday that John wants to get his hair cut and specifically donate his hair Um you know, to a great cause. And, John, I know Tuesday of next week we have lined this up at 840. Like, this is happening next week in our program. Are you excited for the, the fact that, you know, this is happening? I am very excited to be rid of the uh, the hair. Uh, and the the cause is wonderful. Children with hair loss. We're gonna we're gonna get some wigs made for children who need it. That's and great, it's man. Uh, yeah, that that makes me feel good. It's Tuesday. I know that you think I'll look better. I do. I think the bottom line is I'll feel better. Good. And I'll feel good about what we're doing here. I'm happy for you. I really am. By the way, I want to thank also one of our great sponsors here at WIP who's going to help you know do this and do it the right way. Because if I cut John's hair, I would just be willy-nilly, and then it wouldn't be donatable. Um, right. It would be highly entertaining. I am intrigued by the concept, but I also know the wigs matter more than our (laughs) entertainment. Thank you to Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. This is all going to happen Tuesday at uh, 840, so right around this time in a couple days, 840 on Tuesday. Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon, the secret to spoiling the woman in your life, or just cutting John Richie's hair. This Valentine's Day, now with three locations, Glenn Mills, Springfield and Center City at the Lowe's Hotel. You can visit them in person. You can also visit them online at josephanthony.com. Let me say that website again. It's josephanthony.com. Of course, in the lead-up to Valentine's Day, get some uh, some great gifts from Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. Gift cards are also available. That's josephanthony.com. All right, let's talk to Justin right now. Justin, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Justin. Uh, I just want to say... Um, I'm not too happy about the Vic Fangio hire. Um, I don't think he's the long, he's the long-term answer. Uh, just, you know, I'm not an ageist or anything like that, but you know, if you talk about building a culture and sustainability and stuff like that, you can't really do that if, you know, if the coach is, you know, on the last leg of his uh, coaching career, I believe. Um, and you know, we have a revolving door of coordinators. Um, it's hard to hard to sustain. Well, no, he's not going to be a revolving door type coordinator. That's that's the thing. You know, Vic Fangio is coming home, so to speak. He's leaving yeah. Miami because he's a, a Pennsylvania native, wants to come back. Like, this is a man who does not feel upwardly mobile, like he's looking to go find a head coaching job somewhere. He's going to be happy being our D.C., and that's the type of stability we haven't had. Let me just say this, though, Justin. The theory he wants to come home is nice. Obviously, it's appealing. John played for the Raiders. He was from Pennsylvania. John came home. He gets the concept. But I will say this. It's also entirely possible that he just really did not enjoy his time in Miami. If they didn't enjoy him, he might not have enjoyed them, and he might have wanted to cut and run. I mean, if he had a better situation down there, you know, it wouldn't shock me if he'd stay, but he left. Well, I mean, you think he has like 10 years in him, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. 66 ain't what it used to be. I mean, I, yeah. I, I said the other day, Justin, in my lifetime, I think there's going to be a 90-year-old as a head coach someday in sports. Now, that's over the next 50 years. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Justin, in my lifetime, I, I believe we're going to have humans starting to live to 115, 120 
by the time yeah. I die, like with a certain degree of regularity. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, and, one, and one other thing, um, I know he prioritizes uh, linebackers. So do you think Howie's going to eventually start getting <laughs> linebackers some money now? Yeah, that's it's crazy to think about some of the linebackers that this guy has coached through the years. You go way back to like Sam Mills and Kevin Green. I love those guys. Yeah, me too. I loved both of them. I really I, did. I do. Th- I I think How Justin that, that this 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 needs done. Like yeah. the 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 reinvigoration of what how much a linebacker means to our organization. I think it's important that that this guy drive that point home. The rest of the he's NFL. Have some say. I think so. Say, yeah. Right? Hey, Justin, give me a big answer. A crime movie character. All right. Well, since I won yesterday, I'm not, I'm not going to take a haymaker. I'll just go say uh, Alex, uh, Axel Foley from uh, Beverly Hills. Well, that's I mean, a haymaker, really. That's a huge answer, Justin. Axel Foley. <laughs> I mean, come on. Wow. Works for me. Yeah. Devin, have you seen that one? What? Beverly Hills Cop. No, I haven't. Oh, very, very Devin, I move it up not. the list. Yeah, it's it's really good. My stuff. list is getting quite long. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. After you visit the Philadelphia Auto Show, visit Armin Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. ArminChevy.com. All right, two different poll questions. The first, who are you rooting for the rest of the way in the playoffs? Is it the Ravens, the Lions, the Chiefs, or the 49ers? Second question, who do you think wins it all? with the three games remaining in the postseason. Is it the Ravens, the Lions, the Chiefs, or the 49ers? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. We'll get to the results in the 9 o'clock hour. James, let's get to the audio of Beat the Hammer. There was one caller that thought there was something fishy about it. I sure hope not. Um, so, James, what do you have? Do you have the contestants 55 seconds? or is No, 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 just the, last, just the last part. Nothing else was uh, an issue. It's just the very end that's, sure. that's in question. Okay, go ahead. Andy Reid, one of three currently employed head coaches who have won more than one conference championship game. Name one of the other two. Time. Oh, uh, just too late. Mike Tomlin would have been correct. Yeah, it was too late. Yeah, it is what late. it is. It's I mean, I, I hate to it's say close. it, but it, it, t- the time started before Mike Tomlin started. It is, and even then, you got to get the did Mike Tomlin out. Yeah, you got to get Mike it Tomlin did. out. Like, he has to say Mike Tomlin before you say time, and he, and he didn't even come close. He didn't, he didn't get it. It reminds me of that goal Lindros scored at the end of at the end of the second period of Game Six of 2000 against the Devils that didn't count. Zero, I think it was zero zero or one one, and he had a goal. To, it was his first game back from you know everything, all the concussions, and uh, it was like one second. That was very close. What we just heard was very close. But uh, the guy also was complaining that the, the, the caller didn't get 15 seconds. Oh yeah, the, in the overtime. overtime. Do you want to address that one, James, or? The guy was timing on his phone. Like, are you kidding me? Richie has the clock in right, front of him. Right, like, Richie right. hit 15 seconds. It is what it is. I, I, he right. said it. And even then, you were, like, three better. So is he going to get three answers in a second? I don't think so. All right, there it is. The hammer's victory. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.